Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Boston Sanctuary since 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the Boston metropolitan area and beyond. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. We're located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets in downtown Boston, Massachusetts. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. My daughter Jamie handed me a copy of the Metro as she came through the door one evening last month. You have to read this, she said. This is what you're always talking about. I took it from her as she was opening it. The headline said, Walmart to air pro-Walmart ads. This is news, I grumbled. <laughs> Not that, Mom. Look at this. So down the left-hand edge of the page were pictures telling the story. The first photo shows the annual La Posada, or processional prayer vigil, along the fence between the United States and Mexico, with people walking on either side, their hands up to touch one another through the chain-link fence that divides them, and passing food underneath it to share. The next photo shows a young Mexican woman who was detained as she and her family tried to cross illegally. She is weeping, having lost touch with her family, who made it to the promised land without her. The last photo shows a U.S. Border Patrolman on horseback walking the invisible line. All heartbreaking and sadly not news. I look up at Jamie. Turn the page, she insists. The headline reads, Angel on the Border. Here's a clip from the story. Beneath the burning blue desert sky, Crouched down with his knees in the dirt, Enrique Morrones pounds a cross that reads, No olvidado, not forgotten, into the dry grave of yet another desert crosser. This is the Terence Park Cemetery, where Enrique Morrones has buried more than 1,000 people. In 1994, Operation Gatekeeper was launched by the United States government to stop the flow of illegal immigration from Mexico. But the program has not in any way decreased the number of people trying to cross illegally. Nearly 1.2 million have been arrested. But before 1994, the average number of migrant deaths per year was 12. Since 1994, deaths along the border have surpassed 4,000. Enrique Morrones does not just bury these people, he's trying to keep them alive. In 2001, he founded the Border Angels, establishing water stations on the desert migration trails, 70 in the United States and 30 in Mexico. 600 volunteers routinely stock water, food, and warm clothing at the stations. Enrique Morones' work is not fueled by political ideology. It is fueled by compassion. He says, I'm not encouraging people to cross. I'm helping them stay alive. 
I return to Jamie's sense that this is what I'm always talking about. You don't start doing this stuff for you, she explains. You do it for other people or animals or the earth, and then you get that it is for you. And she adds, it makes you less lonely. Later, I am forced to weigh the joy that my resident Zen master has grasped the concept of what the Hindus and Sikhs call seva against my displeasure that she's in danger of failing math. <clears throat> Kem says parenting is overrated. <laughs> in this Valentine's week, let's focus on the happier thought and spend a few more minutes on what I'm always talking about. Seva is a Sanskrit word meaning variously to serve, to wait or attend upon, to honor, or to worship. Seva is usually translated as service, but not in the sense of something for which we are paid. True seva must be done without desire or guile, in humility, with purity of intention, utter sincerity, and complete selflessness. Seva is central to the Sikh faith. It is incumbent on Sikhs to serve through physical, mental, and material means, through their hands and feet, their talents, and their generosity. But they are forbidden from serving anything but God. Seva is the way they serve God in everyone and everything. To learn to serve in this way is considered imperative for spiritual life. With their book, How Can I Help?, Ram Das and Paul Gorman coined the term helping prison. Helping prison is our attachment to the idea that there's a giver and a receiver, a helper and a helped. The deeper truth is that it's a privilege to have the means to give. It is a blessing to give. The Dalai Lama speaks of selfish altruism, Compassionate action done not for others, but with others, for ourselves. It grows our souls and fulfills our life purpose. A danger in savor has, has to do with becoming too serious or righteous or, worst of all, sanctimonious. The work of the Seva Foundation is to address the 80% of world blindness representing some 20 million people, that is preventable or curable. An esteemed member of the board, none other than Wavy Gravy, shows up for board meetings wearing his trademark tie-dyes and a day-glow propeller beanie. Along the way, he introduced a pair of Groucho Marx glasses to the board meetings. Anyone who uses the word serious is required to stop and put on the glasses. Wavy Gravy insists that this ritual keeps them from taking themselves too seriously. If you don't have a sense of humor, he says, it just isn't funny. <laughs> I have always admired Wavy Gravy, who in 1969 catapulted to counterculture fame when he stood on the stage at Woodstock and announced, what we have in mind is breakfast in bed for 400,000. For those of you not yet acquainted with this hippie icon, Wavy Gravy describes himself as an activist clown and a former frozen dessert. 
Ben and Jerry's caramel cashew Brazil nut ice cream with a chocolate hazelnut fudge swirl and roasted almonds was named for wavy gravy. Others have variously described him as the illegitimate son of Harpo Marx and Mother Teresa <laughs> and a walking public service announcement for compassion and positive social change. In addition to his work as a director at SEVA, Wavy Gravy is best known as the co-director of Camp Win a Rainbow, the circus arts camp for all ages, and manager of the perennial Nobody for President campaign. <laughs> a beauty of SEVA, selfless service, is in the fruits of the work, especially work that is deeply informed by faith. I've always loved the story that at one early meeting of the SEVA Foundation, the budget showed $104,000. That was all that was in the account. The total cost of the first projects they were committed to undertaking came in at $96,000. The question was whether committing that much of their capital was an act of faith or madness. After much intelligent, heartfelt, and unserious consideration, the board decided to proceed on faith and stopped for dinner. Halfway through dinner, the phone rang. It was a new friend of the organization who had just written a check for $100,000. Today, 28 years after its inception, SEVA Foundation has done extraordinary work, work to prevent blindness and restore eyesight in India, Nepal, Tibet, Cambodia, Bangladesh, Egypt, Tanzania, and Guatemala. When the great Indian teacher Neem Karoli Baba, known as Maharaji, was asked how we could become enlightened, he answered, serve everyone. When he was asked, how can we know God? He answered, feed everyone. That is all. Serve and feed. Enlightenment to follow. Jean Vanier, who dedicated his life to working with people with disabilities, tells a story of working with some sisters of Mother Teresa in Bangalore, India. The sisters were treating people with leprosy. Jean Vanier's work was to hold the instruments. He writes, it was revolting but the people had light in their eyes. I was glad to be there. The expressions and smiles of the people seemed to reach into me and renew me. When I left, I felt an inexplicable joy, and it was they who had given to me. Sometimes the greatest resource of all can be a small gesture of kindness. It is often a gentle look from someone who is vulnerable that relaxes us, touches our heart, and reminds us of what is essential. Jean Vanier went on to found L'Arche, or the Ark, communities where people with disabilities and able-bodied, or more accurately, temporarily able-bodied people could share their lives as family. L'Arche is committed to the sacredness of the individual, the centrality of the human heart, and the joy that arises when we begin to perceive a handicap as a blessed weakness.
a path to compassion, understanding, and spirituality. Enlightenment to follow. What is in our way? Absolutely nothing. Nothing real, anyway. Mirabai Bush tells the story of a friend who was considering taking up the spiritual practice of Aikido. She stopped by Kanai Sensei's dojo in Cambridge to watch a demonstration and then left to walk through the city feeling a single emotion. At first she couldn't identify it and then she realized it was fear. Oh, she thought, I, I must be afraid that I can't do it, that I won't be able to do a forward roll and that I'll be thrown too hard and break a bone or, or that I'll fail. But that didn't feel like the truth, and she began to realize that what she was afraid of was that she would be able to do it, that it would become a passion, and it would change her in ways that she couldn't predict or understand. Once she recognized the terror for what it was, she turned around, went back to the dojo, and signed up. There is so much good work to be done. We can take the next best step. Do whatever is before us and step onto the path of service. My spiritual companions, seva, selfless service, selfish altruism, changes the world. The commitment to grow our souls, to bring forth compassionate action, will change us. From the U.S.-Mexico border to the streets of India, from the boardroom to summer camp, from Nepal to a Cambridge dojo, from right here at Arlington Street Church and back out into the world we touch, from downstairs with back bays in Chinatown's hungry and homeless to Guatemala City's street children, from our safe house, renewal house, to our partner church, First Church in New Orleans. We are called to weave love and service, justice and peace into the fabric of this community and far beyond. Let's have fun. Let's have faith. Let's serve and feed and wake up together. May our lives be a valentine to the world. Amen.